What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Playmaker's View. I'm your host, as always, Jamie Burdish. Appreciate you guys joining me. Today, we're going to dive into the COVID situation uh, revolving around college football and college campuses around the United States. Today's guest is Alex Herman. Alex is a good friend of mine, and he attends UNC, where a lot of stuff is going down. So he's going to give us a good grasp and view on how things are working around there. Uh, we're going to talk about you know, the fall season, which could possibly happen, and the spring season, get predictions, concerns, all that good stuff. I also want you guys to reach out to us and give your concerns and predictions for the upcoming season that may or may not happen. Uh, so without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy, and here we go. All right, guys, so like I said, I have Alex Herman join the podcast. As I mentioned before, he's been on the podcast, and you know we've done this before, so he's excited to be back on. I'm excited to have him back on. And the topic of discussion today is the COVID situation revolving uh, college football. So first off, I just want to ask you, Alex, how has COVID really impacted you um, just when you left school back in the spring and how it's impacting you now? Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me, Jamie. Um, yeah, so, you know, as everybody knows, school got, um, you know, basically put online for the rest of the year starting in March. And now... We just came back. I go to the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. One of the first schools back. We're doing in-person classes. Everybody's back. And in seven days, uh, basically, back to online classes. They're trying to send all the people that living that live on campus home. Um, it was a pretty big failure. So uh, I live in an apartment off campus, so I'll be staying here for now. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a disaster. I think first week about 200 kids tested positive, which is insane so not good <laughs> yeah for real i mean we didn't i mean we could have known this was going to happen but then again it could have been handled better could have been handled worse so we really don't know uh, let's jump into some opinions on the season so obviously there's talk about things going into the spring and or people still playing in the fall so what's your general opinion on that whole debate yeah so for college football um <clears throat> obviously the big 10 and the pac 12 are both um, canceling their seasons, which they think that that's the best thing for them to do. In the name of public health, you know, you can't really blame them for that. Um, but North Carolina is in the ACC, and uh, along with the SEC and the Big 12, they've decided to move forward with their season. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think it's, a, it's an okay idea. Um, I think for Carolina, it might help a little bit that there's going to be less people on campus with everybody, you know, maybe going home. But I mean, I saw a study that said they think of the 13,000 FBS college football players, 30 to 50% of them are probably going to contract the virus at any point uh, during the season, which, you know, you have less conferences playing now. So that number, the overall number goes down, but 30 to 50%, that's a couple thousand kids. You have big offensive linemen. They're, um, you know, they're not in the best shape. I mean, they're in good football shape, but, you know, there, there's predictions that there's going to be some, some, O linemen or D linemen or it really could be anybody that are unfortunately going to pass away. Um, if you think that that's worth having a season, then go for it. But I mean, there's a lot of people that don't think that that's a a, a just um, you know loss for the relative gains of the having a football season. Yeah, it's it's crazy that we rely on football so much to to have the season and put these kids. I mean, they're just kids. They're, we're putting them all at risk. Um, obviously, they have the opportunity to opt out, uh, but being young, you don't really know the risk. And a lot of younger people, I feel, I know you probably feel the same. They don't really think it's going to impact them. But 
Um, that's another conversation. I wanted to ask you about the whole idea of moving things to the spring. Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think how do you think it's going to look for schools? Um, obviously, there's other sports. I know here at Westminster, I'll be playing baseball, and you know we share a locker room, so it's a lot different. For um, it's just going to be really chaotic and different. So, what is your opinion on that move to the spring? How will that be handled? Yeah, I don't. I mean, in terms of potentially, I know there's been talks about having a college football season in the spring. I mean, that's just you're going to have guys playing in March, April, and May, and then turn around in August, September, October, they're going to have another season. It's two two football seasons in the course of eight months. I mean, that's a little extreme in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't be in favor of that. If I was a player, I wouldn't be in favor of that. If I was a coach, I think you're going to have too many guys getting hurt, and I don't know if it's worth it. And that's also similar to like professional sports too, because you see like the NBA, uh, they're going to end in a month or two, but then they start their season right back up. And like you said, those injuries, that's probably one of the biggest concerns. Um, and who knows if the virus will still be around. So there's a lot of that goes into it. And um, like you said, I, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Not, not to cut in, but there's, I think there's a big difference though with the NBA. Those guys are getting paid a lot of money. You know, you're asking guys to do their job. Uh, you know, which their job is is playing the best basketball in the world and it's physical and it's intense. And of course there's risks to that, but these guys are getting paid a lot of money. And if they don't do it, they'll probably be all right. Some guys, you know, maybe, you know, are in tougher financial situations than others, but that's totally different than asking thousands of college players who are mistreated as we've seen over the last couple of months and really just being exploited for their labor in, in basic terms. Uh, you're asking them to go back to back and have another season and a couple months rest. Um, and I think in a time like this, that just shows to the greater point, in my opinion, that you can't just be asking so much of these guys and, and not paying them. Yeah, you talk about that financial stuff. So I want to ask you about um, a lot of people are talking about how the institution itself is wanting college football to happen because you know, it brings in a lot of revenue for the school and, and the money. But then again, I mean, if you don't have fans, that money is dipped down a good amount. So what are your thoughts on that whole, the money issue revolving around having those college sports? And, you know, I feel like there's definitely a push for, you know, that institution to have it because they're worried about money and all those kinds of issues. Yeah. Um, I know for a lot of big schools that they're big sports. So for Carolina, it could be football, basketball, and baseball, and maybe women's basketball. There's only like a hand, I think for most schools, there's a handful of sports that make money and they make a ton of money. And then all the other sports might actually lose money. So, you know, the rowing team might not actually make money uh, for Carolina, but it's funded by the football team that makes millions and millions of dollars a year, the basketball team. I think that's the case for a lot of other schools too. So obviously a lot of other sports are reliant on the revenue from the larger sports um so you know that's another thing to think about but i saw a tweet the other day that said lsu might lose 80 million dollars this year if they don't have a season and then i saw another tweet replying to that that said all i'm hearing is that lsu's football players are worth 80 million dollars and they need to get paid so there's two sides to every story but um I just think it, it, it 
naturally raises the question about are you going to pay these guys or not yeah i mean we've talked about that too i remember our, one of our first podcasts we talked about these players getting paid i'm gonna it's gonna happen one of these days it's just gonna be yeah. i mean there's so much that goes into it our players gonna be paid more for their performance and there's so many different things but that's like i said for a whole different uh podcast and a different day the next question i have for you which i mean it's huge um obviously these players have their season, and um, a lot of scouts are there um, in the draft stock. So I want to talk to you about um, how this season being canceled, and even in the spring, I mean, it's the, obviously the draft is probably going to get pushed back, but how are these players going to be able to showcase their skills? Um, because a lot of players rely on this, and sometimes they don't get that invitation to the draft combine because they don't get enough film and all that stuff. So how does not having this season impact a draft stock for someone that um, – maybe you know just on that edge and on the line of being uh able to go to that you know and not NBA, nfl combine yeah i mean the example of that player is joe burrow you know he played a little bit for lsu two years ago and you know it was all right but last year was his big year and now he's making millions of dollars so i'm i'm sure that there's that player this year that we don't know who it is and he might not be getting an opportunity to play this season. Uh, I will be interested to see, though, if um, only a couple conferences decide not to play, if those players lose eligibility for that season, if the overall college football season gets played. I don't know. They're going to have to figure that out. But I would hope that those players get to keep that year of eligibility so that they can have that season. That brings them to the next level. But, you know, with all of this, time will tell. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the guy who decides on eligibility because that is a tough thing. I mean, I know I got an eligibility. I might not, may or might not use it, but for these guys, that year could be huge. And like you said, if half the uh, NFL, or sorry, the college football population plays and the other half doesn't, uh, some guys may not get that year back and that can really harm their, their future. Um, the last thing I want to finish up with is just some predictions about how you think things will go in the next few months and even for the future. Um, how do you think this, the next season of college football will be impacted? Um, obviously, it's all going to look a lot different. Uh, this season may determine how things go in the next season. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on all that. Yeah, well, obviously, I don't want to get too much into all the medical part of this and the vaccine and, you know, testing positive and the rates of all that and everything. But, I mean, that dictates what the world looks like in six, seven, eight months. So... I think if, you know, we have an effective vaccine and life is able to get back to normal a little bit, then regardless of what happens this year, you might see the next seasons to be a little bit more normal. But, you know, they don't know if the first vaccine is going to be that effective. They might need more in the future. So, I mean, a, a sport like basketball, the NBA, they might start next season in a bubble. You know, there's no way of knowing that right now. But usually the basketball season, I think, starts around November, December, something like that. And I mean, that's, that's not that far away. And I would say if they're planning on starting in that area, they're going to have to be in a bubble. So as time progresses, maybe they go out, and, um, you know, maybe college football uh, tries to do some type of bubble situation for this season. I don't know, but hopefully next season is back to normal. And that would mean that maybe we have this under control a little bit better. Yeah. A lot of unanswered questions. Um, and, like I said, this season that's being postponed could get uh, could impact our future 
And uh, it's just scary because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't want these kids to get hurt. But we also want to see them play. Um, but if there's any final thoughts, I, I do appreciate you coming on. And I want to encourage people listening to give their thoughts and you know reach out to Alex or myself to talk about this stuff because uh, it's a, I wouldn't say cool topic, but it's a really interesting topic to talk about. And uh, a lot of people have different uh, positions and opinions on it. So if there's any final things you have, uh, feel free to add that. Yeah, I mean, I just think... Uh... You know, my school, UNC, getting a little bit of a bad rep right now for being the first school to come back and then the first school to go back online, which might be, a, you know, worthy bad rep on, you know, for this time. But I think there's going to be a lot of schools that are going to follow. And, um, you know, while we were the first, I don't know if we'll be the last, unfortunately. So how that plays into um, the college football season, maybe even the college basketball season, um, we'll see. But I don't know how great it looks for the uh, NCAA if all these schools are bringing kids back and you get a bunch of positive tests and the universities are sending the kids home for their safety but the NCAA is making their players continue to play so uh, but yeah thanks for having me on Jamie and like I said time will tell with all this but uh, it's definitely an interesting thing to talk no doubt all right appreciate you coming on guys I hope you're staying safe out there like I said reach out to us uh, we were always open to get back to you guys and talk about this stuff. I'll have Alex on again probably in the next few months to you know update this stuff and all that. Uh, but like I said, hope you guys stay safe, and we'll be back with you guys next week for another episode of A Playmaker's View.